This is Multimedia Failure, a podcast where we put ourselves through the hell that is watching nearly every video game movie ever made and then ranking them against each other. I'm Jason Ariola, and also wishing that I could make an illusion of myself to watch these movies and then do a podcast with me are... If only, Vanessa Cahill. Miss Harrow. And joining us this week is a very, very special guest, Eric Switzer from TheGamer.com. Uh, Eric, the reason we invited you on is uh, very, uh, for this episode specifically, is uh, very specific. And why don't you say hi and then tell us why we invited you on to this session show with us. <laughs> you know what? I feel really uh, kindred spirit with the three of you. I feel like uh, like Ratchet when he found out that there were other Lombaxes out there in the world. <laughs> I, like that, I like that role. We're all just really putting ourselves okay. through the same hell. Uh, I, uh, yes, I'm an editor for the thegamer.com and over the last six months, I just finished it about two weeks ago, uh, I watched and reviewed all 24 Pokemon movies, or as I like to say, 23 plus Detective Pikachu because I don't consider that a Pokemon movie. <laughs> but that's a different episode obviously we're here to talk about a a different pokemon movie right i, I do mm-hmm. have a question i didn't read any of your reviews yet because i wanted yeah. to, i wanted to read it after we we talked about the movie because uh, i didn't want to spoil myself you know what you thought of yeah, this yeah. movie uh did, did they slowly get shorter and shorter or longer and longer as you have more thoughts but or less thoughts about the movies or <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're always longer than I think. Uh, I would watch the movie and be like, well, that was the same as nine other Pokemon movies. <laughs> and then I would write 3,000 words about it. Uh, you are a kindred spirit, I <laughs> see. Yes. yes. <laughs> that tracks very well because, um, you know, you, you've done all the Pokemon movies and we're working on nearly every single video game movie. And Eric, uh, I got to ask, what really drove you to this endeavor in the first place? <laughs> Um, just the never-ending need to produce content. Gotcha. Just saw that I mean, as sort I, of a thing. You know, people are like, wow, you really tortured yourself. And there, it was a drag sometimes. But honestly, I, I'm glad I did it. I, I had a great time. You know, not moment to moment. <laughs> <laughs> but but overall, it was. I think it's a worthwhile experience. I think there's a lot going on in these Pokemon movies, as I'm sure you guys have talked about and as we'll talk about today. <laughs> yeah, some of, some of them less so. In, in general, how do you feel about Ash Ketchum as a person, as like a character? <laughs> Just sort of a cipher for nothing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wow. My, you're speaking my language right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think there's something more interesting about Ash once the series reboots, and I know I'm like getting way ahead of a of your show here, but That's okay. um, there there comes a point where the the series starts over, right? Um, and at that point, it Ash is very much like in the background, and I actually think he gets more interesting <laughs> <laughs> at that point. That's all I've been asking for for the past thirteen Pokemon movies. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, dear God, Ash, just shut up for a second. And I've tried to get uh, John to back off on that because, you know, uh, the voice actress uh, seems to be very, like, open to doing, like, podcasts with uh, smaller people. And I'm like, John, please stop because I... I, 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 I Because she picked a poor role doesn't mean I don't like her. You know, (laughs) actors pick bad roles all the time. (laughs) We we, we picked a bad idea for a podcast, John. Yes, exactly. See, it happens. Uh, (laughs) I always always think about Pokemon 2000 specifically because... So much happens in that movie that in any other series would have been meaningful, 
going forward. <laughs> and then you watch the next movie. And, never and then you just go on to the next one. Like, yeah. Ash becomes the chosen one, and Team Rocket renounces their life of crime. <laughs> and then we just do a reset. Like, yeah. every story. So, you know, Ash is just trapped in the moment. And no, it doesn't matter what he learns or what happens to him. He's always just the same kid in the <laughs> next story. And he just learns the same lessons over and over. So it's sort of hard to, like, get attached to a character that, like that beyond just... The nostalgia of Ash always being part of my life. <laughs> I will say that this stretch of the Diamond and Pearl stretch, which has been the longest stretch of Pokemon movies we've done so far, um, at least has acknowledged the previous movies um, with the Palkia and Dialga and Darkrai and what's the fucking up? Uh, Giratina, the other one. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and Arceus. I, yeah. Yeah. I love the Diamond Pearl movies. I we don't have to like I know you guys already did the three the trilogy mm-hmm. which I I like to call the God Killer trilogy you like that yeah, yeah, wow, yeah absolutely that makes it sound way more intense than everything actually <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yes, uh, I like it by Pokemon standards those are like top tier oh yeah. I think those are those are pretty great and and yeah. this is the best one of them all not not to jump ahead <laughs> I no, say those all not. ranked fairly high no not really actually no okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so i'm looking back Wait. now uh giratina is really low for us it's 40 when you get all the way done i think that you'll have appreciation for for what those three did i, I think the first three are the are the only truly solid ones uh, I, know we, I guess lucario we have higher than um the first one but the Celebes? Uh, that one's okay i don't remember that one's ranked that one's <laughs> that's, that's well lower. interestingly this one is almost a a sequel to pokemon forever yeah it was it it did tie in it did bring back the celebes kind of though but also they all forgot about it like again yeah (laughs) see yeah see the issue the issue i have is what you said is ash never learns anything never seems to remember any of this shit that worked in the first movie because mewtwo did that and just erased everybody's memory of it so it made sense after this is just like literally like well i'm just a dumb 10 year old i don't remember anything i did yesterday yeah it's tough and you know it's because their audience is perpetually ten years old. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. yes, which is you know, and there's always new people watching Pokemon, obviously, and uh, yeah. So each, each generation is a different generation's <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> so, right, but they okay. could be braver a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I've I've said many times that a lot. Of, they haven't done it for a while, but early on, the Pokemon movies opened with like an interesting fifteen minutes about different characters. I think fifteen minutes is generous. Things. I think it's like five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like I think. Well, I think that. Pokemon three had a really pretty long opening before we got to the the the, the gang, you know. But uh, it's always those moments where I'm like, oh man, what if they just made a, a series about other people in the Pokemon world? Like, what if they're just other people that oh, did Pokemon buddy. stuff? Oh, oh man. John, let me tell you, it's it's about to get a lot worse for y'all. No. Oh, I'm sure. It's about to get like way way worse, but but eventually it gets a lot better. <laughs> I know when um, I had first kind of tweeted to you about about something or something regarding the Pokemon movies. And you had said like, objectively, this might be one of the best ones. I was like, okay, swell. Right. That's that boiler. That might be, <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. that, that's, yeah. that that made me I, feel better because we were a few, like we were a good month or so away from recording this, maybe two months. And, you know, we just had some other shit movies we had to get through first to get to this. And I was like, okay, that gives me something to look forward to and a little tiny glimmer of hope. So master illusion is not my personal favorite, mm-hmm. but I believe that it is the most complex and thematically dense Pokemon movie. And for that, I give it a, a lot of credit. Which made it very hard for me to uh, boil it down to uh, 95 seconds. 
right. for a description. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm my own editor, I suppose, so I just have to sort of just uh, kind of deal with like, okay, Jason, you don't need to trim this word. Oh, you stumble over this word a lot. Change it. Figure out something else. <laughs> so. Mm. Uh, speaking of that, I guess we should actually uh, mention the movie that we're talking about, and that is uh, the Pokemon movie Zor- Zoro Arc Master of Illusion. And uh, this thing came out July 10th, 2010 in Japan, with the English dub premiere on Cartoon Network February 5th, 2011. Actually hit uh, U.S. theater releases uh, during the Pokemon Black and White tour, as is the case in nearly every Pokemon movie. I couldn't find a budget for this thing, but it did take in $71.1 million at the Japanese box office. So, yeah, even with the production costs a mystery, these movies obviously do well enough because they continue to make them year after year after year after year, as the four of us can attest to. (laughs) This movie felt a little bigger budget to me than the last few we've watched i don't know if anyone yeah. else felt that way mm-hmm. but it, it felt it it felt like more of a movie that they could have put in theaters here too it seemed like it had a, it, the animation was much better than the last couple have been the attacks were actually distinct attacks not just colorful a colorful beam of electricity <laughs> yeah and yeah. that was <laughs> yeah so i think they I finally like got a handle on the uh, on the cg stuff maybe maybe mm-hmm. they maybe the cost in cg went down and that's how they managed to do this and probably didn't cost them any more money than it normally does there's a really awkward blend between like Pokemon heroes and like I guess all of the Diamond and Pearl trilogy where it's so obvious when they switch to the digital. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it the, uh, there's a lot of stuff that looks really bad in the middle part of this series, but I think this is you're right. This is a kind of a turning point where it all starts to mesh together a lot better. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, I'll do my uh, quick rundown here. And uh, Vanessa, if you could be so kind as to get a timer set for me. And I I got this down to within like three seconds of 95. So I'm hoping, hoping, hoping I can do this properly this time. All right, I believe in you. Okay, I don't, but thank you. You ready? Uh, No, but we can just go ahead and do this whenever. Ten seconds for you. Okay, three, two, one, go. Ash and the gang are watching a Bakker match on TV. They see a media mogul named Grings Kodai with a Bakker team consisting of Raikou, Entai, and Suicune. On a giant plane, we see Zoroark and its kid, Zorua. The team that consists of the three dogs comes in with Kodai and his assistant, Rowena. It's revealed that the team is an illusion made by Zoroark. Kodai takes away Zorua to coerce Zoroark into continuing to do his bidding. We find out that Zorua is capable of transforming himself as he escapes, flies off the plane, transforms into a skip loom, floats to the ground, and meets up with Ash and crew. Zorua reveals that he can communicate telepathically with people. Great, another talking Pokemon. Kodai has illusions of the three dogs destroy Crown City. He broadcasts to the citizens that they need to evacuate because the dogs are under the control of Zoroark. Kodai is looking for another time ripple to absorb, which 20 years ago gave him the ability to see into the future. He caused the city's plants to wither and die and caused Celebi to abandon it. Ash and the crew meet Carl, a journalist who offers to help them. They figure out Kodai is manipulating footage of the dogs so he could clear the city and find their time ripple. Zorua and Celebi become friends. Kodai and his henchmen attack the crew. Ash, Brock, and Dawn are captured, so Pikachu, Piplup, and Zorua defend Celebi. Just before Zorua is knocked out, Zoroark breaks out and goes to the city in search of her kid. Rowena, actually an undercover journalist, figures out what Kodai is up to, finds the captured Ash and crew, and frees them. The gang reunites, beats back Kodai, and saves Celebi. The real version of the three dogs comes at the city to defend it against Zoroark. The gang figures out where the time ripple is. Kodai was spying on them, so now it's a race to the time ripple. Mom and son reunited. They set up an illusion in the Bakker Stadium. Kodai, thinking he's one, gloats that he's ruined the city once and will do it again. Strangles Celebi and threatens to kill her son Zoark if she doesn't stand down. Nope, illusion. Kodai goes for the real time ripple, but the three dogs stop him. With a final illusion, Zoark defeats Kodai and then she dies. Celebi heals Zoark, so dead no more. Kodai's plan is broadcast out to the citizens and Officer Jenny arrests him. Carl, Rowena, Zoark, and Zorua board a ship to go home. They wave goodbye to Ashton Company, and that's that.
You're about 10 seconds over, but you did a really good job. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I think I uh, stumbled I like, a couple times. I don't like times. to stop you. I like to let you... you in, 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 I know our listeners enjoy yeah. hearing these stories. So. It was great. Yeah, it was... I, I felt like I was watching the movie again. So. <laughs> I know, right? It was so good. <laughs> All right, so there is, uh, there's the, uh, you know, uh, let's say 105-second version of the 95-minute movie that is uh, Master of Illusions, which... Uh, there is a lot going on with this movie, and I, um, after watching it, I read your article, Eric, and boy, oh boy, you, uh, you, you went a lot deeper into this than I think most people ever would consider this thing. Yeah, that's my thing, man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff that you uh, point out uh, with uh, sort of like, not sort of, but effectively the fake news thing that's going on these days that this uh, sort of, not predicted, but definitely um, – kind of laid out that like hey this is possible for some jackass to kind of get a hold of and uh make make the truth be whatever they want it to be i mean not just possible right like oh, this yeah. is the world that we live in yeah very true i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, i keep forgetting that yeah pretty thematically fascinating uh our our villain is a media mogul uh whose power uh his literal power comes from Celebi's time rift, right? He, he can yeah. see into the future, but the way that he uses that ability is to make himself a rich and famous Asshole? television personality. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you imagine, you know, like back to the future, Biff uses his power to, to scam gambling uh, opportunities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but this guy decided to turn himself into the owner of a mass media communication company. And I think that's pretty fascinating. And then our, our heroes, aside from Ash and his friends, which are, you know, they're zeros. Our heroes are two <laughs> journalists. Or, or rather, a journalist and a whistleblower. And um, Pikachu. Always Pikachu. Well, and Pikachu, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a, a lot more trying to connect things to real life than uh, the Pokemon series is like ever done before yeah uh and there's a lot there right but i'm sorry can we just start with th this is something that you said uh at the top about another uh psychic pokemon or another oh yeah okay okay good let's go let's the, go what do you got uh, okay, okay. <laughs> this, this theme of taking the most adorable the cutest pokemon and mm. making them just the most fucking obnoxious ruining them yes yes yes, yes. yes. <laughs> i feel like i feel like maybe this started with shaman and yes, uh, irritating and the shy warrior where you're like i love shaman shaman is so cute and shaman is just a little asshole that you yeah. want to kick off of a cliff yeah as soon as shaman talks we're, we're I feel are, that way. yeah <laughs> And then it turns into a sonic reject when it when it transforms or whatever. And it's just yeah, an yeah, asshole. Yeah, it's because like it, but, uh, we, we hate doing this. Every yes. single time you get one of these mythics or one of these like little Mew clones, these little cuties, mm -hmm. they are always the fucking worst, and I don't get it. No, I don't, I don't know either. Why they do this? I, I saw the look in that thing's eyes. I'm like, this little fucker is gonna talk. I just know it's gonna talk <laughs> because it's so cute. And at first, I was like, oh, that thing is adorable. It's gonna it, and. Uh, but then it like gave a little smile and snicker. I'm like, oh, this, this little fucker can talk. I know it has a personality, and uh, it's gonna shaman it up. And now, granted, I don't think he was as bad as shaman. I oh, no. I like no. shaman. Yeah. No, um, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, I, I don't like Pokemon talk at all. I just, no. Just, I also don't like humanoid Pokemon for the most part. So that's another thing. I just, yeah. but yeah, Pokemon talking is a big. Oh, not to get off on a tangent, but the way Arceus talks. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what is that voice? I, I okay, don't. Sorry. Well, it, it is God. I mean, <laughs> it can sound like however it wants to, you know? 
Uh, I think the it's only Pokemon I've been like okay with talking is Mewtwo because also the just yeah. the exchange of Mew and Mew, Mewtwo where it's going Mew 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 Mew. Oh, I see that you know philosophizing <laughs> with, with a little cat thing. It's going Mew 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 Mew. It's like okay, yeah, I, mean, I kind of dig I mean, that. He was he was created in lab, so I guess yeah. That, I never really think of Mewtwo when I think of like Pokemon that suck because I talk. Mm. So I guess I, I agree right. with you. It's uh. Because I mean, even Slowking, Lugia. The, you got to yeah. give Lugia a pass too. Yeah, Lugia. Lugia I feel, I don't know which one it was that like I don't know broke it for me to where I just can't I can't stand it at all. But like Lugia is fine. The yeah. Slowking one is weird. I always I I it's, it's just a thing that never happens again in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, just, right. like, just yeah. a normalized Pokemon that can talk. Well, uh, Lucario, I guess. Yeah. Well, meow. Yeah. Meow. I've never. I, I just feel guy. like Darkrai is so good in Rise of Darkrai because it says so much without ever having to actually really talk. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like both Zora and, and Zorak does. Zora could have done the same thing. I feel like a lot of the moments, like when it's sad that it thinks his mom is dead, <laughs> uh, could have been better if it wasn't talking and it was yeah. just being an animal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, obviously it's not dead. Like how many times have they actually killed something in, <laughs> in these movies? Yeah, it's, uh, it's like There's... once I think. Maybe twice. There's a moment where cute little Zora accepts its fate at the end of this movie. And it's just yeah. like, well, I guess this is it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and poor Celebi. Celebi's gone through it in the two movies that we've seen yeah. him in. You know, the first one withers and dies. Like, literally yeah. just like looks like a withered leaf. And then in this one gets nearly choked to death. <laughs> Yeah, your strangled right. Celebi sentence was a hell of a sentence to put in the middle of the description. So yeah, it's yeah. strangled. It's strangled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was accurate. It was that was a that was a fucked up. Like he he just loved to strangle Pokemon. It was. Yeah, this guy was a real asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's probably one of the I, uh, worst villains I think we've had so far. Mm-hmm. Like worse isn't like you know like bill like real asshole villains like not worst villain but like worst yeah, he was, villain. <laughs> he was a, like as a villain villain he was a decent. But compared to what the some of the other movies have had, um, he's no M Bison than, in either Street Fighter Two movie. No, but in Pokemon <laughs> movies, he's better than the the dude that wanted to take over Giratina's place for some reason. Oh yeah, his place. Yeah, yeah, that guy that guy sucked. <laughs> but it, this guy was this guy was fine. So, he was immediately yeah. recognizable as evil too because he had purple hair and yellow eyes. <laughs> it's like oh that guy's this guy's a villain. And that really bad sure. suit with the arrows on it. We have a lot of uh, we have a lot of like world conquest type villains in the series, but I do agree that this guy Grings, yeah, what a what a name, Grings Kodai, easily one of the worst. I mean, he tries to kill Ash, yes, uh, which even some some of the mega villains don't actually go that far. And yeah, he he strangles Celebi, and (laughs) and there's a point right near the end where. Ash is telling him what's going to happen if he does this. And he's basically just like, why would I care what happens to anyone as long as I get what I want? Yeah. Yeah. And no one's going to know I did it. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then whoopsie doodle <laughs> recorded and goes yeah. out to the whole world or the whole city. It's anyway. more effective because it's not like a world threatening thing. It's like, it's only going to affect a small town or it's not, it's not a small, it's a city. Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The city. Um, so it's a little, a little more, a little, you can, you, it's a little more empathetic for people, you know, when it's not like some world shattering thing, it's like as much. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think that's why three is always one of my favorites. Because three the, is the best one. Yes. The first two movies are like the world is going to end. And mm. then the third one is like this little girl is lonely. 
she's having dep- <laughs> she's she's having a ma- manic depressive episode and she needs help. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it's like here here's how kids need to learn to deal with grief. And yeah. I think that's that's so much more powerful than like oh Mewtwo wants to clone the Pokemon and ruin the world. It also had Totodile <laughs> in it. That's always a plus for me. There you but go. uh <laughs> Yeah, see I'm oh, a Piplup also, guy and uh, yeah. I was uh like to your point, John, where Pokemon talk and it like doesn't seem to help their personality. Like Piplup has a shit ton of personality, Pikachu has a shit ton of personality, and all they ever say are their names. So and uh, I recently learned by um, I go through in uh, in the mornings before school, I watch uh, the Pokemon series with my kids and we start at the beginning of the series and we're like, I think 30 episodes into this third season now or whatever it is. And um, you learn that Meowth uh, doesn't know any actual attack moves because it used all four slots to talk like that's that's how it's described. It used all four of its move slots to learn how to talk. <laughs> so it's like, that's oh, like, look, OK. Look. <laughs> Look where it's gotten him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, Team Rocket really kind of uh, pointless in this movie. Like, it serves no purpose. And I don't even think Wobbuffet showed up. And Wobbuffet just uh, random just pop up. And Wobbuffet is like, not one of my favorite, <laughs> but kind of one of my favorite things that, that it does. Because it's just stupid. And I love it. When was the last time t- Team Rocket was a factor in, in these movies? Oh, God. It's been a remember? while. Uh, uh, Temple of the Sea. Uh, yeah. That one did come to mind. They are, like, they almost drowned to death in that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have this theory. I'm still, I'm putting this thing together still, but it's about the relationship between how involved team rocket is in the plot and the quality of the movie. And mm-hmm. it's typically if team rocket does nothing, then also nothing happens in the movie. But this is the exception that proves the rule. Cause I think this one's actually pretty good. Despite the fact that team rocket isn't really there for anything. Yeah. yeah they just come out, come up for like some, background jokes every now and then really just completely aside from the plot um i've also, always wondered i've always wondered why they don't just leave them out completely they can't because they're they're just like ash <laughs> yeah exactly without team rocket like, yeah it's, it's pokemon it's the same characters don't appear in every scene <laughs> i mean they literally have the same the, the cops and the nurses are literally the same character <laughs> that's like that's pokemon it's like they do have different variances on their uh are there like on their badges, their um, their hats and everything, which I've learned as I've watched the show. Um, I, it, you know, and it kind of, yeah, of course, you can't go into the movies, but like in the show, like you learn like things like uh, Jesse was trying to be a Pokemon nurse and flunked out and helped out this uh, Chansey, and this Chansey evolved into a Blissey, and like they reunite, and Blissey tries to give Team Rocket food because they're starving because, you know, Team Rocket's just always down on their luck or whatever. And then Blissey uh, gets gets in trouble, nearly gets fired, and Jesse, like, takes the blame for it and gets blown up to save Blissey's friendship, basically, and her job. So there, it, there's, it's like, some weird depth to Team Rocket's characters because you also find out, like, you know, James is, like, uh, from a very affluent family and wants nothing to do with it and just enjoys his life of crime and has this weird bottle cap collection that he has. <laughs> it's just, it's just, there's all these weird little details in team rocket that you just never get in the movies, which is, I don't want to say unfortunate, yeah. but it's just like, wh- why put that in there? And just like, ha- why have team rocket at all? If you're not going to like have them do anything, including just have Wobbuffet pop out and be obnoxious for three seconds. Yeah. I mean, they're the only, they're the only recurring, like constantly recurring adult characters in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, and adults have, a, have had a chance, you know, to, to develop background and, Things that made them who they are, and we're current. We're, when you're watching the kids, you're watching what make, makes them who they are, and what makes what makes Ash an awful trainer. And you just get to watch it in like, in uh, as it's happening. Yeah, he's just the worst trainer in the world. Um, I'm speaking of, how do you guys feel about Bakker? <laughs> because I felt like <laughs> oh, that okay. was. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> One of the oh. things I had to trim out of that uh, was I said it's a short for soccer and bullshit because why in the <laughs> God's green earth was this in here in the first place? Like it didn't need to be here. There was no reason for it really. Maybe they're making like movement away from like, you know, the rampant exploitation of Pokemon to fight them against each other. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what <laughs> it is. Instead of exploiting them, to, instead of exploiting them in a sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. here, play this game for us. Yeah. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> Dan- I, dance, Pokemon. Yeah. I actually I like Bakker a lot. Uh, <laughs> okay. <yeah>. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I think it's its purpose is to show Kodai as this like multimedia guy, like the way that billionaires that own newspapers also own teams in the mm-hmm. NBA. I think it's that kind of thing. But also it makes me think of uh, Pokemon Unite. It's like a precursor to Pokemon Unite, which <laughs> oh, okay. is a game that I love a lot. I have seen you play that quite a bit. I I thought maybe this was them trying to capitalize on the Bakugan craze that was about the same time. I think. Mm. I mean, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, maybe if they were like little balls. That was the. Uh, was that was Bakugan around this time? Was that was that hot, yeah? Was that the new hotness? I don't know about the new hotness, yeah. but it definitely was around yeah. because I was aware of it when my daughter was, you know, born and she's eleven now. So it was definitely around. And I just wonder if like They're this was big. sort of like a hey, this is Bakugan, but with Pokemon. So screw Bakugan. It's Bakker. <laughs> Maybe they're big Blitzball fans. Just, uh, wanted to get their Pokemon Blitzball reference out. I like the idea of a world where like boxing is the biggest sport, and then <laughs> and then like soccer, you know, is just like kind of another thing that people play. But it's boxing. That's the game. Uh, and a world predicated on animal violence. <laughs> I feel like I feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. a, game, a sport like that would would appeal. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, the, um, John, the, your catchphrase for these Pokemon movies. The world of Pokemon. Is a weird thing because it basically is just, you know, cockfighting, but they're your friends, supposedly, (laughs) that you keep in a ball. And, you know, there's some, like, Pokeballs or, you know, some trainers, I see that their Pokemon gets stuffed in a Pokeball and then we never see them again. So it's just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, um. Poor, uh, poor Brock Zubat. Like, you never see that thing come out and get used anymore. It's like, hey, go Onyx, even though you get knocked out every single goddamn time I pull you out. That's really, for me, the beauty of these Pokemon movies. They're they're not afraid to grapple with those questions. I mean, they, they address those things head on and be like, is it okay to make Pokemon fight? That's what the first movie's about. Yeah. Like, the mm-hmm. thesis of the first movie is violence doesn't solve problems. Like, how can you make a Pokemon movie where the message is violence doesn't solve problems? <laughs> and then solve it with violence? <laughs> yeah. And then the second movie is like, you shouldn't collect Pokemon like idle trinkets. But what the? Yes, you should. That's what Pokemon's about. <laughs> gotta catch them all, baby. Like, gotta catch them all. That's literally the catchphrase. Like, every, every Pokemon movie wants to point out the like the ethical and logical flaws in the existence of Pokemon and really yeah. just put it in front of your face. And I love it. It's so bold and weird. It's just unfortunate. They don't actually do anything with it. And then, no, and then they have that. nothing to say. Yeah. yeah that's the problem. Yeah. Hey, what if this was an issue? Huh? Huh? And, you know, it's kind of like Joe Rogan. It's like, you know, that whole like, Oh, you know, I'm just talking here, but what if, and then, you know, it's like, okay, you don't, you don't actually have a point. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and that's kind of what makes Master of Illusion so good in my mind is that mm-hmm. like it actually does have something to say for once. Like it's not just about the power of friendship. It's like look what can happen with the consolidation of, of information. Like 
look what look what the dangers are uh, of mass media and, and as of control of the flow of that information. And it's like it's so prescient. Uh, yeah, it's actually a Pokemon movie that has something to say, right? Yeah, yeah. And I believe I read in your um, review of this. Didn't um, in the manga like sort of imply that Kodai is killed? Yeah. Um, yeah, he in the movie he flees into the arena mm-hmm. and gets caught there. In the manga he flees into the arena and runs off like the edge of the high stands and plummets to his death. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So intense. I wish that had oh, happened also in this one. Yeah, that would have yeah. been a better movie. Yeah, it's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because the like what what's so great about his downfall and I'm, you know, I don't want to point out the obvious here, but he is a victim of misinformation, right? He, he steps up to the portal, reabsorbs the power, sees the city get drained of its life again, but that's all fake news. So he is thwarted by the misinformation that he peddles. Hmm. And that's Irony, the greatest it, killer. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, Eric, this is exactly why I want to bring you on because after reading a few years, I was like, okay, he he definitely thinks really hard about these Pokemon movies, and just because of the I don't want to say disposable, uh, uh, let's say, uh, format of this podcast where we have to move on from uh, shitty movie to shitty movie, we don't dive as deep, I think, as maybe sometimes we could, and that's why I was mm. like, oh, you'd be a very good fit for this because he, it's nice to have somebody to reflect on these things at times when you know after as so many of these movies, a lot of times it's like. All right, guys. Like, I love talking to you guys, but God damn it, do we have to do it on this podcast about this topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, trust me, I get it. I I wrote all these reviews by my like nobody was watching these movies with me, so I would send them to my to my editors, mm-hmm. and they would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> like, could you imagine someone who's never seen any of these movies and doesn't care, like reading all of all of my like deep thoughts about? It's like, why it. are you doing this? Oh, man. Love that. It's like, look, do you want content or not? This is what I'm here for, okay? <laughs> um, a few of them have really blew up. This one wasn't one of them, but um, I think po- I compared Pokemon Three to the plot of Wandavision. Like they're they're sort of parallels of each okay, other. Sure, okay, yeah. all, right, it is, all right, it is very similar. Yeah, that yeah. one really blew up. And then in for Pokemon Heroes, I implied that the kiss at the end was actually. <laughs> Now hear me out. Okay. I don't, there was a wait. wait, 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 wait like, there was a kiss at the end of that movie. <laughs> so so Latias <laughs> turns into a girl, and oh, as yeah. Ash is leaving, runs to the end of the dock and gives mm. him a little smooch. Right. Yeah. And then Ash gets on the boat and looks up in the sky, and there's Latias with two babies, two two more. They're back. Like the that's the idea. Is like uh-huh. Latios sacrificed himself, and now the cycle restarts, and the the Latiases are coming back. Well, my, what I posited was that that kiss kiss was Ash becoming a father and Latios (laughs) then had those babies in their, their ashes. So they reproduce through lips. (laughs) Well, it's a metaphor. It's, it's a train going into a tunnel. (laughs) Right now. Yeah. The oil rig pumping oil. (laughs) So the, I think the, the review was called in Pokemon Heroes, Ash smooches a Latios and becomes a dad or something like that. <laughs> that one blew up too. Oh God. Um, I didn't get to be on that episode or I, I, <laughs> so I wish I could have talked about Ash making out with a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that was like uh, one of the two episodes John did, missed. <laughs> did he did he punch a Pokemon in this movie? I don't remember. <laughs> I to, he he loves to turn his hat around and punch a Pokemon if yeah. he has a chance. Yeah. And, no, uh, no, no, no hat turning in this one. I yeah, haven't I seen I him flip his hat around. No, you know that's that's his like sign yeah. of like okay, I mean business now. And yeah, he didn't do that. I mean, you know, a few episodes or a few movies ago, he did. Uh, you know, or, or maybe that was like a quite a few movies ago now. But um, the, the was it the the Temple of the Sea? Like he was like doing like parkour. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was. He was <laughs> well, incredible. He gets superpowers. He turns into Aquaman. Right. That's oh yes. god, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Now that you mention that, yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> He in this movie he doesn't really do anything. No. Yeah, there wasn't. It never reached like the point where the hat needed to get turned around. You know, yeah. like, there was never like, it, the stakes never got quite high enough to where right. he's like, all right, time for me to step in. <laughs> there is no <laughs> world-ending threat, so I don't need yeah. to turn my hat backwards. I'm good. Yeah. Well, yeah. because be, because it's an information war, it's the journalists who are the heroes. Exactly. <laughs> Rowena and Carl. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. 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 Yeah, with such a, you know, such like, such a weird mundane name compared to, you know, Kodai, or Griggs Kodai. <laughs> it's like, what, Rowena, like, and then Carl. Right? Carl. Didn't that happen last, time, last episode, too? There was like a Steve or something. It was like, everybody's there, cool, and then you're Steve. Thinking, that was, um, that was uh, the Jirachi one. There was a guy yeah, that was like, named, like the, this girl had a fancy name, and then the guy was like, fucking Steve or something. Wasn't it like the, the Incredible Steve or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah that was... <laughs> believe the things I have locked in my memory at this point but uh um I do have a question about his is about Griggs Kodai's master plan why did he have to do all this to get to go to the uh to get the time thing why did why didn't he just go to it by himself like he did the first time so he needed to follow Celebi to find it and mm-hmm. he he couldn't do that with the city full of citizens mm-hmm. because Watching it would, do it. because the optics would be so bad. Mm-hmm. So in order to maintain the illusion that he is the master you know, of illusion, that he is who he pretends to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, ne- he needed to clear out the city so that he could, you know, uh, unleash his um, mercenaries and hunt Celebi around the city to find the portal. Well, especially, mm-hmm. especially his henchman goon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, his boy goon. Yeah, goon. I was like, oh god, little on the nose, guys. <laughs> yeah, like a, a cleaner plan would maybe have been like schedule an all day huge event that everyone would go to, and then not create like mass hysteria. Right. You know, like, a different kind of hysteria, sports hysteria. And it was like, it was already going to happen. You didn't have to do anything. Well, except the time ripple was in the stadium, so it wouldn't really have worked out that well for him anyway. <laughs> already been there it would have been it wouldn't have been weird that he was there you know it was yeah <laughs> but yeah. but that's that's the only way that he thinks because his power is derived through fear everybody evacuate i'm gonna deal with this i'm gonna hunt down zorark because just, i i'm in i'm in control i'm the hero that's yeah, he part gets, of his narrative mm-hmm. he gives sincere, sincere apologies that the, the legendary dogs are destroying their city yeah <laughs> yeah Remember, right. I, I said my sincerest apologies, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's like, yeah, oops. <laughs> and, uh, it's, uh, I'm sorry my Bakker team is uh, running roughshod through your uh, city and destroying it left and right. Don't worry. I got it. It's cool. <laughs> my kick-ass Bakker team. Well, well they're, they're being mind-controlled by Zoroark is mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah Zoroark's yeah. the big the, the villain. And, it, you know, it's a big, scary 
looking looking monster you know it's like oh that's a werewolf <laughs> yeah it. yeah that's the other thing i love that like once again the power of optics right because mm-hmm. zorark is the big scary monster but the actual villain is just like this clean-cut dude who's super rich mm-hmm. you know how how can he be the bad guy that's what we're all aspiring to be <laughs> yeah white people are the true villain always oh always <laughs> <laughs> uh two hispanic people on the podcast just keeping quiet here <laughs> and just we don't disagree <laughs> not saying nothing not saying nothing my silence is not a no, no, not an agreement of any sort there oh jeez. <laughs> oh, but yeah like you said there's there's a whole lot going on in this movie and it it says a lot without really saying a lot like you know i kind of i want to say like with a lot of the Pokemon like shows I watch just sort of passively just enjoy like some of like the stupid jokes that my kids enjoy you know when when a kid starts laughing at something that's silly like it's hard not to laugh with them and uh, these movies I more or less watch by myself just because I you know I normally like taking notes so I don't want to like pause it or whatever and the kids are just sitting there like dad 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 we just play the damn movie please for the love of God like this is taking four hours to get through a two hour movie thanks (laughs) but you know it just like you said, it just there's this whole thing of like this is for children, and the fact that it kind of got so bold and so like I don't want to say like close to home. This is like the first like one of these I think that really is something that's like oh this is sort of a feasible problem in the real world as opposed to oh well dear God there's a, you know a, a Pokemon that controls space and time and they're fighting and they're going to rip this city to shreds. Yes, which I I also appreciate. Like I think like Destiny Deoxys for instance is such a cool take on the kaiju genre and throughout the advanced generation there was a lot of cool like i I don't know if you guys clued into this but jirachi wishmaker is just et it's just pokemon et like beat for Mm. beat you know now you're on a bike at some point that movie too so and then (laughs) you know pokemon forever is sort of that like eco fantasy like uh fern gully or avatar yeah so it the the film series does a lot of cool things where it plays with genre uh, and experiments with like archetypal stories, but you're totally right. This is the first one that feels like it actually connects to a theme, um, like a modern theme. That's something more than like friendship is our power. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my other favorite things about the Pokemon movies, sort of just speaking in broad terms, is uh, the way that they. I guess like go for the architecture and designs of certain cities in certain areas. And they seem to do it as an excuse for the producers or whoever to go on a, go on a vacation yes. to go to them. It's like, it's yes. like, uh, yeah, I'm totally basing this off Brussels. I'm going yeah, to Brussels. Yeah. I need an all expense paid trip to Brussels. Yeah. Wasn't there like the Vancouver or Toronto one? I forget which one it was. They're all, uh, what yeah. do you, do you all have a favorite? Do you have a favorite location from, from the, mm. any of these movies? Oh, They're man. all a different country. Right. So right. many of them. Um, I think I like the one in uh, in Heroes. It's just the the Venetian yeah. thing. I think I think yeah, it's my the, favorite. The, the Venice one's really distinct. That one sticks out. Um, I want to say I liked the Dark Rye one. The but I don't remember if that was the one. There was one that was like like a town like sort of a peninsula like town. I feel like it stretched out over the water. I don't remember which one that was. But what was uh, the one that had the yeah, big old the big old tower like a that, San Bernardino? I think. I like that, that one. Too. Because that that's the one where Ash is running on, on the like, <laughs> yeah the, forever it's a forever the, tower run <laughs> yeah I think actually was, I think that's the first of the Diamond and Pearl ones isn't it because Pip Up's in that one maybe that's the one with like Munchlax in it uh, oh yeah <laughs> and Ray Rayquaza and uh, yeah. yeah Eric did you think it was Rayquaza before you saw the movies 
I thought it was, I think it was Rayquaza, not Rayquaza. I always thought it was Rayquaza. Okay. Everyone did. There are some mispronunciations in these movies. They've like went back and corrected to say like the English translations are actually wrong. But I think, yeah, I think the, the Rayquaza thing confused me. I've never, never thought it was Rayquaza before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like, I don't want to say bristle a little bit every time I have to say Rayquaza, but I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, ugh, just does not come off my tongue very well. It just does not feel right. Actually, the Forever Tower one might have been Dark Rai. I don't remember. There might have been two separate ones where he ran up a t- they ran up a tower for a very <laughs> long time. Not surprising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, Dark Rai is the one with all the, the hot air balloon stuff, which I always thought was really cool. Yeah. I li- Dark Rai, I, def- I remember liking for the most part. Um, but yeah, po- Pokemon Heroes with the whole Venetian aesthetic is still my favorite. Like, just city mm-hmm. to see. Especially the gigantic uh, Scyther that ends up coming through, and you're just like, ooh, Jesus Christ, that thing's <laughs> terrifying. Uh, but another special thing about this one is it's our first shiny Pokemon. Right, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Um, the In one of the movies, uh, Ash's shiny Noctowl's in there. Oh, okay. I forget which one it is, but yeah, he's he's yeah, because yeah, he green. the the shiny knock yeah the shiny knockdown was like greenish, and I was watching, I was like, is that the shiny version of that? And I sure enough, it is. So yeah, this is, but this is the first legendaries we've gotten that are uh, shiny. Yeah, the Entei and Raikou and Suicune were they mm-hmm. or Entei? Yeah, all three okay, of them I, were the shiny versions, yeah. right? How, how how can you tell? They're, they're sli- Entei was slightly different colored. He was the most dist- he was easily the most distinct one. Yeah, it's kind of gold, and his like his, his also his like mask thing is different. Is like a different color too. It's like black or something. I don't remember now, but it's it's he looks different than he did in three. Um, I think it's just a was, a visual or a visual distinction from uh, Zoroark's illusionary versions. Yeah, mm, I see now. I'm also, that en- now. also the Entei is dead from what I remember <laughs> after watching three. <laughs> So, so, so yeah. yeah, this is a weird inconsistency between the movies. I've always wondered about like this Celebi is not the Pokemon Forever Celebi. No, because there's and Celebi's. And there's multiple Celebi's. Yeah, we saw tons of <laughs> yeah. them. Yes. But sometimes they are the same or sometimes there is only one. And I can never figure out, like, is there only one Darkrai? That's you know what, what I, I heard the same thing when they like, like he had the legendary dogs at the beginning of the movie. And I was and I was thinking that myself. I'm like, because they're legendary, but how? Because then there's like mythics, like there's multiple Lucarios, yeah. and then there's like mythics and legendaries is also a weird thing too. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should only be one legendary. I, feel like I that, agree. Yeah. Like, I feel like in, in this one, I, call, I heard them say like, "Oh, it's a Suicune." It's like, yeah. well, if it's like yeah. it's not, it's not just Suicune capital S. It's a Suicune. Yeah, but but they're but they're legendaries because mythics are like based off of like. Myths like and stuff like that. Like, good distillation there, John. And your uh, whatnots. And then legendaries are just like, you they're should be unique. Like, hello. It's like, he's the, he's, there's only one of those, I think. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah. what you there's, think? There are multiple Lugia, yeah. but then you've got, uh, then you've got Palkia, Dialga, Giratina, and Arceus, and there's definitely only one of all of those. Because they control so, space and time. Yeah. So, like, I so it feels like they should yeah. be on another yeah. tier somehow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like God tier Pokemon. Oh, speaking of tier, uh, for our bonus segment for our Patreon backers at the end here, uh, we actually rank all of the uh, legendaries uh, that we've uh, seen so far. There's no more legendaries. There weren't new ones, right? No, Zoroark and uh, and, uh, Zorua are are legendary. And they're mythic. Or they're mythic, yeah. Yeah, but we include the mythics in that one. Yeah, yeah, because they were were originally, I think, they were originally only like distribution event events. Pokemon, and then eventually, I think you were able to like, also, catch them. Also, I don't believe we ranked Raikou yet either. I don't think Raikou's been in a a movie, and if we if he was, we missed it. Okay, Raikou's been. Yeah, yeah, I don't I think don't Raikou know. has been in one. And no spoilers, mm. but once once you get to Genesect, you're going to find out there's another Mewtwo. Mew three. Uh, Mewtwo that two. Make <laughs> sense at all? But it's true. Okay. Or is he oh. Mew- yeah. uh. <laughs> Uh, the, the Zorark thing is really interesting because it seems evident to me that they really wanted to recapture the Lucario. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, Lucario and the Mystery of the Mew was almost a full year before um, Diamond and Pearl. Right. And it made Lucario an A-list Pokemon. I mean, the entire reason that Lucario is in Smash Bros. Yeah. And, you know poking in every like the whole reason that he's like a co-mascot is because of that movie yeah and it's clear that they wanted zorark to be the next lucario gonna fail because it was the same thing (laughs) this was like a year before black and white Mm -hmm. and you know zorark could have been like the mascot for that generation and it just didn't work out despite the fact that i think this is like a way better movie than lucario and the mystery of the mew but but zorark did not have well zorark couldn't talk I think that's one of one yeah, of the issues. I'll, I'll say two things but, uh, that worked against uh, Zorak, other than the not talking thing, because that seems to be a, people seem to like that. I guess for some reason, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> he, uh, it's it's the lipstick, and, yeah. uh, the like side lipstick, and the the sound it makes is horrible. I'm sorry. What about the, what about the, what about the hair tie? <laughs> the hair tie is fine. You know, it's just like the weird, like the weird not could commit to lipstick thing, and uh, the sound it makes. Is, I think the I think it sounds horrible. I wonder if. Like, are there male versions? They're having there would have to be a male version, right? Because Zorua is a male version. So I wonder if the male version has lipstick. This is another weird thing, right? We've never had parents. Mm-hmm. We've never had parent Pokemon. And that makes you th- that makes you think about like how Pokemon are born, and aren't they eggs? Aren't all eggs? Pokemon eggs? Yeah. So, so officially, nobody so knows how oh, yeah. Pokemon. Uh, in yeah. official canon, we don't know how Pokemon are born. Yeah, those uh, those people at the nursery are just uh, very. Um, I, I don't know what I'm paying them for outside of like letting an egg happen because it's like you're not watching my Pokemon. At some point, they laid an egg or barfed up an egg. I it's like what I, happened. Yeah. There's yeah, an egg I did. There. I just yeah. I just I fell asleep and I woke up and there are babies. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> it's like, so I just assume that means all Pokemon have cloacas, which is. I was yeah. watching yeah. the new season, uh, the Netflix season of. Uh, uh, journeys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the professor in the current season of pokemon says we don't know how pokemon are born <laughs> and i don't know how that's possible you're <sighs> a professor dude just go look yeah just follow him around yeah like but, or, you or, know, or or you know you get some understudy or I mean, something I, <laughs> follow I, mean, him around I, just learned, I just learned recently that pokemon have the ability to shrink and that's what ha- that's how they go into balls i didn't know that was like that's what not that they get shrunk from the ball. They already have that ability, apparently. What? That's our, yeah. That's when they, someone during an Arceus interview said that's how Pokemon get, go into balls. 
That's what it says can, in the game. A guy yeah, they, in the game says yeah, that. They just shrink and go into the ball. Oh, yeah, it's in the game. Okay, I haven't played Arceus. It's in the game then. Yeah. And uh, directly. That's how they get Pokeball, Pokemon and Pokeballs, which I kind of hate that. But they just kind of can, can change their size at will, apparently. Well, yeah, I, you don't come to think of it. I, I guess that <laughs> makes as much sense as anything else, but it makes, more, or it makes a little more sense because if you remember in the Celebi one, they had those, like, very steampunky-looking Pokeballs, and clearly there was no, like, you know, uh, digit or whatever the hell that it's implied that they do when they're released from the Pokeball. It's literally just them physically popping out of the Pokeball. Mm. So, okay, that's weird. Oh, Jesus. You know, I sometimes I'm like, I don't want to think about the... John? World of Pokemon. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I don't want to think about it too hard because it's just like, it It starts unraveling a little bit. And I, 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 I like I like the, the mystery and I like the... I just, I just like, yeah, being, yeah. I don't, I don't want to know. You can't think about it too much. Yeah, I don't. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see how the sausage is made. I really don't. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of that, <laughs> I would have liked to see more Pokemon doing Pokemon stuff in this movie. I'll say that there's not much. Po- there was like that one scene where the grass and the bug types try to gang up on Zoro. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I might have. I might have just looked away for a second and didn't miss the part why. But they just want to kick the shit out of Zoro, and I get it. But it just seemed kind of like out of nowhere. But uh, I digress. That's well, they think not... it's destroying the city too, so they're they're there to defend no. their city. All right, it's it's also a dog. So it yeah, must, yeah. It's like, well, you you're obviously the, the puppy version. Beast, like burning the city down and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Ante had a real 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 fun uh, beam he did, and then. Uh, uh, Raikou's storm thing was cool. I thought Suicune got sh- kind of short shifted. Well, it's because but, you know they, they they can't make Suicune look too great because it's already better than the other two. So it's already it's already the, one of the greatest <clears throat> greatest legendaries I've ever ever created. Um, so did you have to scroll down and, and look at our list to double check that? <laughs> <laughs> I said one of. I did yeah. say the, oh okay. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I know that. I know it's that on the list. I didn't want to spoil it for people that haven't you know. Aren't forking over. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of uh, ranking things, I guess we should move on to ranking uh, these Pokemon or this Pokemon movie here. So, um, Eric, I'll run down our top ten here for you real quick of movies, and yeah. that is uh, Resident Evil, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie, Silent Hill, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, the you know Raul Julia one, Resident Evil Extinction, Rampage, which we jumped ahead to for a guest that um, I've been wanting to get on, Pokemon Three, the movie Entei, Spell of the Unknown, Pokemon, the movie Two Thousand, and Halo Legends. Anything uh, surprise you there in that list? <laughs> <laughs> what is Halo Legends? That, that is a is... compilation of uh, short anime movies, basically that uh, huh. got compiled together. There, it's just like yeah, yeah it's, it's it was surprisingly good, especially compared to a lot of the other drivel we've watched. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a there's a there's a couple in there if you're a Halo fan that I think are definitely worth checking out. Especially, okay. I mean, in the first movie, the first uh, part of it breaks down the horror story of Halo 1 through 3 in the most clear in the most clear concise way possible to where it's like oh my god this is what happened in those yeah. games yeah um, it makes much more so sense than the Halo doing, games themselves do yeah yeah are you doing the Resident Evil like CG movies too yep everything yep. that they're everything coming they're coming up yep they're coming up okay cool yeah so um guys where are we looking like I I'm like I'm having a tough time with this one because there's a lot to like about this one, but again, it does sort of have the talking Pokemon thing that drives me nuts. <laughs> so I know. Like, I, I per- if we're talking about Pokemon, I personally like Pokemon the movie 2000 better than this movie. Yeah, I I, I don't think it cracks top. It cracks past at least those two. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember why we have Lucario above the first movie. I'm trying to remember why. It's, <laughs> I'm trying to remember we, just, we just really like Mew. Oh no, yeah. he was in the first movie also. Um. 
Lucario's cool. They did have a fist fight with Lucario, which I still look back on really <laughs> yeah. fondly. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> it's a huge moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I look back upon that really fondly. Um, it does have that really boring climax in the caves mm-hmm. uh, with with all the Reggies in it. You know, oh, the, the Reggies. Yeah, I hate yeah. the Reggies. Yeah. It, uh, it, it does a cool thing by exploring like ancient times in mm. Pokemon history, right? And like showing that right. war. Yes. Like yes. I would yes. love to see yes. those ride on, you know, all armored up, just going nuts. Like I would love to see people in Pokemon fighting each other. That is It'll exactly what I wanted that movie to be. It's like, I just want a movie of this. I just want like, you yeah. know, knights and Pokemon. <laughs> like that seems dope. Yeah. yeah. That opening was really cool and really interesting. And then you feel, and then you get like Ash and the gang or all of like, ah, again. shit, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, know, you know what else is cool? You, that, uh, the, the Sir Aaron's outfit that Ash wears, mm-hmm. you can get that for Lucario in Pokemon Unite. Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Lucario dies in that one, correct? Is yes. It? Yes. Yes. That was they for do, no I, reason, if you really think yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah. And but he just kind of wanted he wanted to die with his master. You know, is that what? Whatever you do, you do you, Lucario. I guess. Like the uh, whole, it's it's the ultimate like sequence of misunderstandings. Like nothing in that movie needed to happen. There's no villain. No. Like everything bad that happens was just like Celebi wanted a friend, kidnapped some Pokemon, and from there, oops, we almost destroyed the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and isn't, but isn't, isn't that just like life? You know. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Um, so are we looking... Is this better than Halo Legends, guys? What are we thinking? No, it's not better than Halo Legends. I don't <laughs> think it is. I think, the, I think the opening movie and then... Um, is it Homecoming? I, I, we have the list. Uh, Homecoming. Oh, yeah, the one where we actually learn about Halo? Yeah, that, that one. And then Homecoming where with the uh, origin... Like, how the origins of, like, uh, Spartans. Oh, and, yeah, that you know, horrible, horrible... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they do, they, which, is, which is the most interesting stuff of Halo, and I think they handle it really well in that in that short um i think that's those two things are better than this movie okay so next up prince of persia sands of time uh that was pretty good was it i mean (laughs) i don't know okay by by our standards apparently it's pretty good because it is number 11 at the moment yeah it's always weird looking at these where the things are ranked (laughs) it's like no (laughs) you don't you don't really look look back on the things fondly yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, it's oh, is it better the than this movie? Bad know. movies? Yeah. It's, a really, <laughs> yeah. it's a really weird mindset going yeah. to when you're ranking yeah. these." Well, how about this? It's, like, let's uh, go back down to the other Pokemon's. Right? Do we like Lucario more than this movie? I remember. Another thing about these movies is I I I really feel that I wish they'd go back to like the hour hour ten that they were had early on, and I wish they get away from the hour and a half length. I don't think they need to be feature length movies, but. You're going to be pretty sad for a while. Except that they won't. (laughs) uh, But I I just think they they would be so much better if they cut out like 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Um, They don't need to be as long as they are. Uh, And Lucario is definitely a long one. Yeah, yeah. Mew, Mew is you in guys, that one, though. Guys, let's, let's start with the first movie, which, we, which we've probably seen the most out of all of these movies. Um, I like the first movie better than this movie, but I've also got a lot of nostalgia for that movie. I think for me, a lot of that is nostalgia because, you know, I literally, um, you know, 
showed up late to work for that. Yeah, yeah. Eric, the uh, story on that was I uh, I called work and said I was uh, having car troubles. And the uh, as I hung up the phone, I said, yeah, my car trouble is it's not in the movie theater, so I can't get to it. So goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I'd rather put the first movie on than this movie. But again, definitely nostalgia. I mean, I mean, I was I was four when that came out. So. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah, I was sixteen or seventeen years old. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 is it better or worse? I don't know. I, th- I just think the first the first movie, I think, has a really, a really, really clear, really clear, concise plot. Hits a lot of points. There's some good Pokemon battles in it. Um, Ash gets his ass kicked by Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he literally turned turn, yeah. turn to stone. Yeah, dies. Should have rolled, rolled credits, but we got. But then we get a really good touching scene with crying Pokemon. That's. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then we get a Mew uh, and Mewtwo philosophizing together. <laughs> that was really yeah. good. That's a great scene. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. y'all just hate journalists, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, we I hate, see. I yeah. see what's going on. <laughs> we 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 hate the written word. Is what we actually hate. <laughs> so, well, as the only one who actually does the written word on our site here. <laughs> so. That's why. That's, that's why we watch movies. You know, we just hate writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch movies about and do podcasts. So, all right. Do is it better than? I think it's better than Arceus. Yeah, I I, I would yeah. definitely say I would rather watch this than Arceus. Now, like objectively, I like. Again, I've, we've talked about this with the first movie thing. I like the first movie more, but I don't know that it's a better movie. I feel like when it comes down to this list, what do you enjoy watching? That's very you know, true. Yeah. If, 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 if that well, then why is Resident Evil at the top of the list? Because <laughs> there's three of us. <laughs> Zeru, Zeru is so annoying, though. Like Based on Zeru alone, I'd watch the first movie. Okay, that's, that is that is fair. Zeru is annoying. What was annoying in the first movie? Um, Team Rocket's the, always a little bit annoying. They are, but they had—I think Team Rocket was at their was at their best in that movie. They had that—they had that weird Minnesota Vikings joke, which oh, in, yeah. In, in, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> which insinuates the Minnesota and the Minnesota Vikings are part of the part of, part of the Pokemon universe. Well, you know, yeah, Lieutenant okay, Sturge is an American. I yeah. just read that article you just posted, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, no, he's a st- totally stolen valor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not to make not to make light of stolen valor, but yeah, Lieutenant Serge is a lying about being he in the military. <laughs> he, didn't do, he didn't serve. <laughs> what war did he fight in? Come yeah, on. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the war where all the dads died, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and you did bring up yeah, a very okay. good point in in the concert region that there's like no real adults. It's all very old people or children. Yes. Right. So, well, documented a weird thing about Pokemon is that no one has a dad, um, except for Brock's, who's left, who's abandoned him. Uh, <laughs> well, and then one of uh, one, one of um, the I forget, is in black. I forget one of the characters, like their dad's a gym leader. I forget which one that is, but mm. I think that's black. Didn't we decide that Professor Oak was like Molly's dad or something? Or no, sorry, no, Ash's mom was Molly's mom. Molly, who's Molly? That's I don't a girl. Know. The Pokemon is that three? Is that the girl in yeah, three? Three. <laughs> I think that we probably did do something like that. Sure. You know what? Go back to go back to episode like what whatever what that was at this point, like uh, twenty or something. <laughs> Who knows? That was super early on. It's, yeah. been, it's been a very long time. I, I think the pro- I think Pokemon in the first movie was a better movie than the okay. three. Okay, so then uh, yeah. let's go. With, yeah, I can I can agree with that then. So yeah, it's more fun anyway. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Then, so there we go. Our new number sixteen Pokemon Zoroark Master of Illusions. Have you all decided how you're going to handle black and white? Because it's too oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm biting the bullet, and I'm going to watch both of them to see if they're really worth actually uh, covering both of them, or if we're just going to do that sort of as like a one shot. 
I'm, I'm probably mm-hmm. going to watch Bozum because I'm a sick fucker. You want to hear the worst? Watch both of them. <laughs> yeah. this, Go ahead, Eric. This is what I did. Okay. I watched, I watched them both at the same time. <laughs> oh, wow. You're really Man. sick. Okay. No, no, I kind of like that. Did you lose your mind a little bit, or what happened? <laughs> it's not good. Don't do that. Okay. I'm, 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 I like black and white, too, and I'm just ready for those to be, these movies to be horrible. Yeah, They're the worst. I don't, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to soil yeah. the pie here, but yeah, the, the next three are the worst in the whole series. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> you know, and normally like, you know, the Pokemon movies are normally are sort of like, okay, even if they're not good, they're at least mediocre. And that's, that's a lot better than a, what, a lot of what we watch. Oh, great. We, have we already watched the best Pokemon movies? Uh, no, no. In okay. fact, uh, if other if than you like, use Pikachu, which I, you know, I I don't really count that either, but uh, yeah, if you yeah. use Rotten Tomatoes as a, as a metric, mm-hmm. which is a little shaky, but let's just say, <laughs> yeah, the the best Pokemon movie is uh, The Power of Us from 2018. So you know what? I actually just watched that with my kids the other day, and I did like that one. It was kind of fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, my, my daughter's a big Eevee fan, so that uh, that played a huge part in her love of that so movie too. So that's that's not I choose you. So that's the one after I choose you. After there I go. choose you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and also uh, before that, you've got Hoop in the Class of Ages, which is basically the Avengers Endgame of Pokemon, and it's pretty incredible. Weird. Okay. Yeah, that's a wild. Oh, wow, movie. that's a hell of a statement. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hell of a thought to go into. Wow, that. Just, it's a buck wild movie. Does, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't wait uh, for Ask of I. And I might just, I, I might just need to skip ahead and watch that. Jesus, in the series anymore. <laughs> uh, Professor Oak, what's happening to me? I feel funny. <laughs> That's gonna be Pikachu saying at the Ash. Pikachu, and then you'll cry. Yeah, then you actually, then it'll actually be affecting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would happily come back for a Hoopa because that movie is wild. All right, we'll put Which you down one? on the list then. Okay. Yeah, you are welcome back for any movie ever, really. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't get a lot of guests. We don't. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we get a lot. We get a lot of one shotters, and then they're like, you know what? These movies suck. Now I'm good. <laughs> For this for this for this uh, podcast, it's a little harder to get guests. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, are, do you know Nadia Oxford? Uh, she used to be at US Gamer. No, no. Okay. Um, she was like a one up person, like way back in the day, and then was um, sort of like the not second in charge, but like one of the more prolific people on US Gamer before they shut down. And she does a podcast with Cat Bailey from IGN. Um, mm. We had her on the Animal Crossing. Yes, there's an Animal Crossing movie. Um, really? Yeah, it's not good. And I felt so so bad because I love Nadia. She's very funny. And I was like, hey, do you want to come on our game club? Because that's a lot more fun of a podcast. And I'm sorry I did that to you, Nadia. <laughs> so <laughs> thankfully, uh, yeah, she's uh, she's since been on uh, twice with us now uh, or the game clubs. Anyway, she did a uh, uh, new Pokemon Snap and Mega Man X because that is like one of my favorite games. And her and her husband literally wrote a book about Mega Man X. So, oh, nice. So it's pretty well, cool. Are you all playing Horizon or are you waiting for Elden Ring? I'm waiting for Elden Ring. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I also it's fun, funny. Horizon Zero Dawn. I was looking super looking forward to, played it, um, bounced off it pretty hard, and then Breath of the Wild came out like the next week or whatever it was. And then it's gonna. That's why I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna not get, have that happen to me again. I'm just gonna wait for the game I'd rather play. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think I'm, I'm making the right choice. I'm uh, I'm uh, playing River City Girls Zero because I got a review code for it. So. <laughs> Oh, cool. No, not really. But <laughs> oh, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, the, the average 
maybe at best uh, Super Nintendo beat them up. It's not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, anyway, I guess we should. Vanessa? What was that? Hmm? What are you playing, Vanessa? Oh, Hollow Knight. I'm like so far deep in it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I know it's been it's, it's been a lot of fun, but I can see like I've been like uh, been wanting to play it for a while, but I didn't realize how like all consuming of my life it would become. It's a big oh, game. Yeah. It's so good. Big game. <laughs> there's so much to this game, and then it's like I'm like you know like I'm at the point where I could just beat beat it, but it's like well I know there's more stuff. I don't want to beat it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We uh we just did a uh, deal it in Wonder Library for our last game club, so we're be sort of turning oh, into. Uh, oh, you haven't heard of Record of Lotus War? Deedlet in Wonder Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a new Game Pass release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Game. It's, it's on Game Pass. If you want to try it that way, but uh, it's, Symphony, it's... You, like, you like Symphony of the Night. You like Deedlet? Oh yeah. Then you, okay. Deedlet's yeah. an okay version of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a. It'll, it's only like five hours long. So. Five, six, oh, nine. nice. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. If you're familiar with the uh, Record of Lotus War um, anime and manga and, and whole series of if you really want to know about the whole thing, I, I went on about it in the uh, game club there. You can listen to the uh, five-minute spiel. I went on about the history of that damn series and how it started off as a uh, a bunch of friends getting together, doing a D&D campaign that turned into them recording it and uh, putting it out as oh. an audio thing. And then, yeah, it was kind of interesting. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I we sort of like all three of us uh, different uh, tiers of interest in that game. I loved it. I thought it was like one of the best like Symphony of the Night type games since Symphony of the Night, and John thought it was okay, and Vanessa really didn't like it very much. So. I think I would have liked it more if I'd played it on the Switch, though. Mm, I feel mm. that way about a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> same. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this thing up here. We'll get to the bonus segment, and we'll go over uh, the uh, rankings of the legendary and mythical Pokemon that we have seen in the movies. So, how are you going to get a hold of that? Well, what you do is you go over to patreon.com slash gamesjunk and kick in $3. For $3 a month, you'll get the bonus segments on this podcast, the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out twice a month, and the podcast that all the podcasts we do in a higher quality audio rate and any catch-all feed for $5 a month. You will also get a shout-out on the show as well as the stuff I mentioned on the previous tier. So I have to shout-out to my two co-hosts here who uh, just, for reasons beyond me, uh, continue to contribute $5 a month to this uh, shit show endeavor. So thank you, John, Vanessa. Also, thank you, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, Nathan Cooper, and Michael Hughes. Other than that, I think that wraps up this episode as far as our plugs go. Eric, anything you want to promote outside of the article where you uh, expose Lieutenant Surge as a uh, fake <laughs> um, yeah, you you can uh, find out some investigative journalism about <laughs> Lieutenant Surge uh-huh, uh-huh. and his history of stolen valor. Um, <laughs> you know, I I did all the Pokemon movies, so if you're interested in those specifically, I have like uh, a hub that breaks them all down, and uh, I wrote I don't know like three thousand words on all twenty four of these bastards. So <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. I I would definitely check that out if you want to. If you want more Pokemon movie stuff. And I'll uh, put all of that in the show notes for you too. This way uh, people can just go out, just check that stuff out. Yeah. I, I actually hadn't heard of the gamer until the, or until you were on the video game history hour. I've been since kind of checking out the site and I like it a lot. You guys are doing a lot of cool stuff over there. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. It's a, it's a newer site. It's only a few years old, but uh, I'm pretty proud of the work we do there. Yeah, you should be, especially the, uh, like I said, that dark watch thing was like really something I, I really appreciate when people get like, I don't want to say like do like investigative stuff on weird stuff, but like dark watch is not something I ever expected to hear anybody do anything about. And when I heard you on the video game history, hour, I was like, Oh, okay. This sounds right up my alley. I gotta go check this thing out. <laughs> it's so fun to dig into like cult classic and stuff that people don't really remember that well or talk about, because when you find the right person, they want to talk about it. Like, 
nobody asks these guys about Dark Watch. And they all have great careers mm-hmm. make, making games and making popular games. But they all have Dark Watch in their hearts. Like you can tell when you talk to them. And they were they were so down to talk about it. And I got a huge, you know, I got the complete oral history of that game. And it's it's a pretty fascinating story. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm going to throw that in the show notes too. It has nothing to do with this uh, this topic or anything, but I think it's a good read. So yeah, definitely listen or uh, give that a read. All right. So until next time, and in uh, onto our bonus segment here for our three dollar and up Patreon backers. Trust the fungus. We love Ash's voice actress. Ice cream, but I.